Yo, we back again. This is the episode 11. Damn. You know what it means? I've been uploading every week for 11 weeks. I didn't know I could last for that long, but yeah, I'm here with my boys, Joseph, Brissett, and Ryan Dove. I know, I know your last name, bro. <laughs> so, what's up, um, Joseph? Say something, bro. How's it going? Cool, cool, cool. What's up, bro? Hey, how are you? Cool, that's my boys, bro. So, <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about communication, bro. Like, how has it been? Like, what do you guys think about communication? Do you guys prefer social media as a means of communication or like face to face? Like, what do you guys think? I mean, so I haven't had social media for a few years now. Uh-huh. Um, so obviously, like that's not my main form of communication. Yeah. Um, usually, I prefer face to face just because it's more personal. And you can see like how people are actually reacting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, body language and shit. Yeah, body language and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. You can't be as um, superficial. Like you can't be superficial when you're. Um, in person as much as when you're just texting or on social media like yeah. showing people what you want to see want them to see and yeah. nothing else um, so I'd say I enjoy face to face a lot more than anything else what do you think Ryan? I agree I think face to face is really important because you get you like Joey said you can see their body language I think you can just connect with the person more yeah. in face to face communication I do have social media and I enjoy social media uh-huh. but I think that it's hard to have like a real conversation over social media. So if I'm trying to have a real conversation with someone, I'll call them gotcha. or I'll text them. I mean, texting is the same thing as social media, no? Mm, yeah, in a way. Kind of. I think it's, to me, it's like more personal. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because you're texting them, yeah. not like their account or something like that. And most of the time, if you're using like Snapchat or something, you're probably not texting over Snapchat. You're sending random pictures of your face or something. Oh, yeah, but that's interesting. So do you think texting with... Um, I message like a real text message is different from texting someone on Snapchat or Instagram. You think so? I mean, kind of. I always thought of them as the same. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, Snapchat you can send pictures and stuff. Yeah. Um, which I think is more like you can actually tell what they're doing yeah. sometimes. Yeah. If it's actually a picture, you can also just message on Snapchat, which I think is somewhat the same, but like. I think I take it more personally when someone texts me rather than, like, I think that might be what you're saying. Like, when someone texts you, it's, yeah. like, out of their way to text you rather than swiping up or something like that. Yeah, exactly. It's more it's more personal. It's, it takes initiative uh-huh. to go and text. Like, if I'm playing on my phone, I'm on Instagram, it's really easy to respond to your DM. Gotcha. But if I'm going to ask you a question over text, I have to go to a different app and, like, <laughs> personally so type in your name. And, yeah. But... People are like, oh yeah, it didn't take much work, but it does. Like, yeah. it's some, it just like reminds people that you're thinking of them, yeah, personally rather than just like, oh, I'm on Snapchat, might as well message them. Right? Gotcha. So, Joe, you've had you you haven't had social media for two years, right? Like two year? or three. I don't Damn. Know, Ryan probably knows. So you've had you Please haven't had it. Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, right? Yeah, I got rid of. Instagram first. I've never had Twitter, never had Facebook, so I only had Instagram and Snapchat. I got rid of Instagram first and then Snapchat later. So why did you delete your social media accounts? So, I don't know, I kind of just phased out of it. Um, I feel like, 
I really enjoyed like seeing people's lives and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but I didn't really need it. Like I found it was really easy to get distracted. Um, like when I actually needed to do stuff or something uh-huh. like that, it's so easy just to pick it up and then realize that an hour has passed and you just were like scrolling through a feed and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I figured if people actually want to talk, then they'll text. Like that's another reason why texting like puts someone out of their way uh-huh. um, or makes them go out of their way to communicate. Um, so I haven't really like obviously I know a lot less about people's lives because I haven't been on social media Yeah. but that's like just another thing to talk about with them if I get into contact with them then it's like a complete surprise like hey what's new in life and stuff like that and we can actually talk about it rather than already knowing Um, and also if I'm actually close to someone then I've noticed I've been in contact with those people still um, even without social media but the people who I haven't really been close with, um, like if they don't take the initiative to text me, yeah. then there's really no other way to reach me. So, unless I randomly see them, but okay. yeah, I think that brings up another point is just that, like Joey didn't have social media, and so I can't see what his like what he's doing in his life. So if I wanted yeah. to know what he was doing when he was at school, I had to text him and yeah. I had to call him and ask him, right? Yeah. yeah. But if I like. If I'm talking to John Paul and I can see everything on a Snapchat story, why do I need to text him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what he's doing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So you think social media has kind of reduced the closeness like we are meant to have like as friends because we could just like see what someone is doing based on their social media um, fees and stuff. Because assuming someone doesn't post more than that have like it means the we actually first before I say like what I wanted to say. Does someone that posts more means like they have something going on than someone that doesn't post more? Like, if I post too much on my social media platform and Ryan doesn't post more, does it mean like I have a active life than him or not? Um, I don't think so. I think it's all about choosing what you want people to see. Because there's people who post like everything they eat and do and when they go to sleep and wake yeah. up and like all day. Yeah. And like their life, I wouldn't say their life is an open book still because there's things that they probably don't want people to see yeah. and they're just showing what they do want people to see and that's not always the case. But I think a balance is good. I mean, I didn't post for a while before yeah. I deleted it. Um, I wasn't like on it every day. Well, I didn't post every day and then just stopped. Yeah. Um, but I think it doesn't necessarily correlate. It's just how open you are with stuff you're doing or like it might just be you not posting because you didn't do anything fun and don't want people to think you're boring or something like maybe some people are just out all the time and doing fun stuff so then they just post it and want people to know what they're doing gotcha that makes sense so my second question is if someone has a social media and like if me and Ryan as Ryan said um as he said that if I always post on my Snapchat. There is no need for him to call me because he already knows what I'm doing. Mm. So does that mean like social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram has kind of reduced the bond we are meant to have between each other? I would say yes. I think social media has a big impact on your your mental health uh-huh. and like your ability to connect with people. Mm-hmm. I think when you don't are aren't on this like constant communication you can't you can't constantly see 
what um, people are doing. When those yeah. times when you are together, it just means more. Yeah. So for example, it. it's like if we aren't on constant communication, I can't see what's on your Snapchat. Fact. Then when we hang out, it's more and it's more meaningful. Yeah. Because I get to you know connect with you. That's right. What do you think, Joey? Um, I think social media is not inherently bad, but it's how you use it. So, um, it's kind of like the only, I've been tempted to get it back. I probably won't anytime soon, but the only reason I think I would, would just be to like have that one-on-one communication, but it's a little, like you can do more on Snapchat than like you can send videos and pictures really quick than waiting for it to send to like. SMS or whatever iMessage and stuff like that and it's a lot yeah. of, like more natural um, but I would say that like I know my sister has an Instagram I think maybe and a Snapchat account like two one for everyone she knows that are like hey can I do Snapchat and stuff like that and one for her close friends mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a private group of closer friends that she's showing what she's doing in her life yeah. um, I think that can be good but it's kind of comes more about as long as it doesn't become about um, how many followers do you have and stuff like that yeah. I think it can quickly become like like you said damaging to your mental health and like your followers define who you are or how many or that kind of um, shows you what your status is in life um, but I think it can be like a really good powerful tool to quickly show people like hey this is what I'm up to um, and that's not always a bad thing like even if you want to hang out outside of that got you so you said your sister had to snapshot like one she gives to people and one. So another stuff with not having social media like Snapchat is not everyone would be comfortable giving out their phone numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what exactly that's what I have. Yeah. exactly. So how do you tend to connect with those that you seem like this person is cool, but then they wouldn't be comfortable giving out like not everyone you see you wouldn't be comfortable giving out like your number to everyone. You know, mm-hmm. So. How do you balance that out? I, that is a problem because I have like a hard time saying no. Okay. I mean, that hasn't come up a lot because yeah. um, not a lot of people ask me to give them their number or my number. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm avoiding it a lot, which is great. Um, but I don't know. If it really came to it, I'd probably just be like, hey, here's my Snapchat. I don't use it that much. Like, I haven't been on it in years on it <laughs> but if I ever Would get you? back on it then I'll have your Snapchat <laughs> yeah I'll be I'll be honest with them I'm not gonna be like yeah here's my Snapchat and then they'll send me something and I won't reply for a decade oh, gotcha. I'll feel bad about it but I'll just be honest so what if you wanna ask someone for their number like what if you are the one initiating the let's say contact how would you feel asking someone for their number because you don't have social media? Yeah, it definitely is a little more awkward because everyone asks everyone for their Instagram, like if you're sitting next to them on a bus yeah. or something. Like yeah. everyone asks everyone for their social media, yeah. but, but since I don't can't do that, yeah, um, it's definitely like limited the number of people, which I guess could be considered a bad thing because I'm not like giving everyone my number or getting everyone's number. Yeah. So social media, I think, can be good for. Um, getting in contact with people and like if you're using it for a good cause like you want to get to know that person Uh um, more like maybe a friendship then getting their Instagram or Snapchat is a really easy way to do that because everyone does that Um, so that could be seen as a negative of my side which is just having a phone number yeah Um, but 
also it makes me take that extra step and like again it seems more personal when you have someone's number exactly so if I really yeah. like want them to know that I care about them then yeah. giving them my number is more personal than anything else what do you think Ryan? yeah I agree I think there's like there's positives and negatives to social media in general for me social media and I feel like a lot of people like social media is just kind of like where you post the highlights okay. of your life yeah and it's like so I'm only gonna post something if I think it's really cool or I want people to know what I'm doing, right? Yeah. When I don't want people to know what I'm doing, and I'm not gonna post it. <laughs> but <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's definitely hard when someone doesn't have like a Snapchat or an Instagram because you're like, because that's just so easy. It's like, add me on Snapchat. Here's the username. Done. Yeah. Um, and it definitely, it's definitely, it can be dangerous. Like, let's meet, let's say you meet someone at like a park and you're like, oh yeah, I want to talk to this person further, like become friends with them. And you're like, you have to give them your number. They're going to be like, what the heck? Why yeah, do I want yeah. your number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Um, so Joey, you said something about body language before. So about like how face to face you could read their body language, right? Mm-hmm. So would you say you know how to read body languages or is this like normal stuff, like normal guess? Not, I want to learn more just because, like, there's so much just psychology and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say more of my reason, or like the biggest reason I said that I prefer face to face is I was watching a video and they mentioned some like there were different types of um, ways people build relationships. Uh-huh. Um, and they mentioned something, I think it was something about kinetic or something. Um, but they mentioned how with this kind of person you want to be doing something uh-huh. like it's hard for them to just sit across like even eating and just talking back and forth maybe like rather do something with them like go play a sport or go bowling or something like have something to do while you're growing closer to them and I found that I think that's me um, so obviously that's very limited when it's all over text or even call um, so I'd say being with them gives you the opportunity to actually go and do something and grow closer through some sort of activity rather than um, just words. Gotcha. So do you think that you would ever be close to someone even if you have their number, they, but they ain't like with you in, like in the same moment? Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely possible. Um, but again, like they can show you whatever like you don't know a lot about them yeah um unless you already know them gotcha. like you don't know their habits and stuff like that and how they act at a restaurant or how they treat the waiter and other people and stuff like that that's really i think important to know about a person so what do you guys um let me see so how do you guys communicate better like was was the four Okay, let's do it through. What's the true proper way to communicate like face in face? Like Three ways to like what's the okay what okay like so the best ways I connect with someone? Um yeah, yeah. That one that one you could say that too. But then the main question I wanted to ask is like what's the three best ways to communicate that you don't see in the society right now? I think one of those that we don't see a lot of is that kind of activity because more stuff is um, like becoming social mediaized, I guess. Uh, like yeah. 
social media is growing and now we have more and more and then if one phases out a new one comes in like TikTok's a new thing so everyone is um, obviously that's like a major way and now during like all the coronavirus stuff that's um, probably only the only way um, to communicate with a lot of people yeah um, so you really have to go out of your way to be in person and spend time with that person like physical time with that person yeah um, and like even knowing the I forgot all the like love languages, but I think there's five love languages according to some writer, um, and there's stuff like physical touch and gift giving and words of affirmation, um, and two other ones that I can't remember now. Quality time. Quality time, yeah. Um, and one of those quality or words of affirmation That's is right. able to be done over text or something like that, and I don't think that can fully be done either. Like hearing someone give you encouraging words is much different than um, a text or over social media. So it seems like all of the love languages that people use to grow closer to someone uh-huh. are by actually spending time with them. What about you, Ryan? I mean, that's, Joy brings up an important point is that, and he was talking about this earlier, that you can't really, over text specifically, you can't really tell what's like someone's feeling or how they say the words. I mean, uh-huh. you know, emotion, all those like tone yeah. and mood, those all play an important part when we're communicating with one another. Yeah. And you can't get those over social media like Snapchat or Instagram or even over text. Gotcha. Um, and even when you call, like if you call someone, you can hear their voice, but you can't see like their, their body language like Joey mentioned. Yeah. And all those are super important to understanding like how a person feels about you or like their mood in the, mo- the moment so if I was yelling at Joey because I'm mad at him I could text him yeah. you're an idiot <laughs> like, he might take it as me being sarcastic you're an idiot but really yeah. I'm like you're stupid <laughs> right? and that yeah. just gets lost in translation right I got it, yeah. so um, if I should say I would say that stuff like number one when in person people don't listen well enough you know because when you listen to someone speak, that that shows like you have like respect for that person and you trying to like get to know that person well. Mm. So if I'm just talking and you are like on your phone or saying Mm-mm-mm. if you don't reply to me, then I'm like, oh, he's not listening to me. So like, what do I need to keep talking? You know? Yeah. Um, the second thing is I would say like people are not being like present in the moment. You know. Uh, maybe you are like, I'm like talking and then you are thinking oh, what next should I say or oh, this that like this person just fucked up this person just texted me you know mm-hmm. so I feel like we've been like sometimes I might be guilty of some stuff but I feel communication could have been better in the society if we kind of value face to face moments you know like when you are talking to someone you are like actually talking to that person because you can't connect with that person if you are not like replying to him um being present in the moment listening well and another way i think like we could communicate better is when you say something and like let's say you said a b c d then i will reply okay just to be sure you said a b c d right then that would make me feel so good because it shows like you're actually listening to me and Mm -hmm then um, I would be like, yeah, I said ABCD, but if I didn't say ABCD, I'm going to be like, eh, I didn't say ABCD, I said BCDE, you see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that makes, like, communication, like, flow better and, like, more active, you know? So, I mean, yeah, 
um, social media wouldn't be able to present those formats, you know, because social media is just like about texting and you wouldn't know like if this person actually cares for you through texting and maybe some people are like busy that they might not be online and you might be like, oh, this person doesn't care about me, you know. Mm. But then if you text with someone or if you are with that person, you could be like, oh, he got some stuff going on in his life. Mm. Um, you just need to give him some time period, you know. So I don't know, does that make sense kind of? Yeah. yeah, and I think when you're in person, you also have to like build social skills, like looking someone in the eye and actually, yeah. like you're talking about actually listening to them. Yeah. It's a lot easier to cover that up when you're texting because you can not reply or make it so that they can't see if you read it or not and stuff like that. And there's all this stuff about leaving someone on read yeah. or ghosting someone. I feel like a lot of those problems are only on technology. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can avoid someone in person. And it's probably more obvious if you do it that way. Yeah. Um, because they're not waiting for a reply. Um, but you do have to actually build more skills. And I think that's valuable for um, just interacting with people in general. Gotcha. That's a good point. Um, one thing you mentioned is that I think in that um, society just, we've lost our ability to become engaged in conversation yeah so many times we're like we're having a conversation with someone or not listening or we're thinking about something else or we're waiting for that text right yeah and I think that's a product of technology and of social media specifically because if I post a photo I can see the likes one like five likes ten likes fifteen yeah. likes uh-huh. on that you get that instant gratification whereas you don't really get that with face to face yeah and so many people are just like They'll be having a conversation and not they're not listening. You know, like you said, they're like, mm-hmm, 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 yeah. and they're checking their phone, playing yeah. their because that's more important to them. Gotcha. So, Joey, you don't have social media, but you that have social media, do you think social media boosts um, your personal ego or pride? Like, does it make you feel any better or not? Mm-hmm. Like seeing the likes and you are like, oh shit, I'm famous and <laughs> something. Like, I mean, he's TikTok famous already, so like. <laughs> I'm not TikTok famous. So. No, really not for me. Um, I think that I'm addicted to social media because I'm I like to see what other people are doing, yeah. not because I want people to see what I'm doing. Because I could, I think I can go along. Actually, I go a long time without posting. I never post. Gotcha. And to me, it's really I don't care how many followers I have or really how many likes I have. That's not just that's something that's not important to me, but. Um, I've I've deleted social media in the past and I'll get it back because I miss you know seeing what my friends are doing or something gotcha. like that. So I have FOMO, so I have fear of missing out, right? So yeah. like, I want to see what they're doing, so I could be sad that I'm not there or something. Yeah. But yeah, I think that there are there are advantages to deleting social media. I think it gives you like such a break from all like the drama and everything that comes with social media. Okay. And you feel like almost freed because you're not tied to the whatever is going on. In, the internet world. Uh, My solution is I don't know when people are doing stuff without me, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> okay. So, but then how do you fulfill your personal satisfaction, you know, like... What do you mean? Your personal, like, how do you feel good about yourself? Because some people feel good about themselves through social media, like, when they post pictures and they okay, get fun, relax and shit, like... kind of a bad way to feel good about yourself because... Okay. Like everyone, you can find positive things in everyone, including yourself. But uh-huh. when you make it reliant on likes and stuff, which can fall away, like if someone 
gets famous or like gets a bunch of likes and then all of a sudden they don't yeah then like what happens then so learning how to um actually have a good image of yourself um without that is more important because that can be so temporary and like i think finding it in what other people think about you regardless of social media like even if i get my worth from what other people think about me in person it's still harmful like it has to be um like from yourself and from god gotcha gotcha so uh i forgot why i wanted to ask you right now but social media um i remember you said something about missing out on your friends so can't you call your friends to check up on them and why do you have why do you need social media to be able to keep up with your friends and why can't your friends if they are like actually your friends why can't they call you to check up on you and to see what you're up to i mean you're no you're absolutely right you can't just call someone to check up on them and see how they're doing and see what they've been up to that's true and that's probably the best way to do it yeah um and you're you're also right that like they the people who are doing things without me they're purposely probably leaving me out or yeah. they, actually I don't I don't think people do that I think people have good intentions in general but <laughs> <laughs> so I mean there's def- you definitely have a point there I think that for so many people including me it's just you want to stay connected yeah I think being connected to the world and to the internet is like something that's been engraved into like our brains and it's just how we operate nowadays do you guys think social media is going away anytime soon or do you think it's gonna get worse and the way we communicate with each other is gonna, like obviously gonna die i mean i don't really know because it's kind of a new thing like if you really think about it uh-huh. um like based on how i see things right now and see other people like everyone at our age has social media yeah like you hear all the, the memes about millennials and stuff like that uh-huh. um and I think it could possibly phase out, like if people realize what it's doing. Yeah. Um, and it's not inherently bad, but I think um, maybe if we learn how to limit the bad effects of it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It seems like it could grow very easily. Like we we get all these new ones. If something phases out, then we get um, a new social media or a new way of communicating with people. Yeah. Which could be good. Um, but I think it's a lot of the personal issues. Like it's not the it's not Instagram, Snapchat, or TikTok itself. It's the way people use them or find their worth in it that can be damaging. Gotcha. So, um, what do you think about silence and communication? Do you understand what I mean? Like, let's say we are talking and all of a sudden that awkward silence comes up. Mm-hmm. Why do people fear? Why do people have like fear on about silence? in the middle of a discussion I think people I don't know I think silence can be used as a good thing like yeah. one of the the love languages is quality time and that might just be um, sitting in the same room working on homework or sitting and watching a movie like you're not talking to each other yeah um, but obviously you can't do that over social media or I mean I guess Netflix has a thing about like you can watch a show at the same time or something yeah. but like you're not there and you have to be in person to actually like not feel their presence but like you can look over and know that they're there they're with you gotcha. um, and you're not when you're just looking at your phone waiting for them to text that's not happening 
Gotcha. So even in the silence, if you're not doing something, then you could still be like growing close to that person. But um, as far as like awkward silence in a conversation, yeah, I think people want like something to do. Like social media gives us that you can always scroll to the next post if it bores you. But what happens if the person in front of you is boring you and yeah. you're boring them? Like it's a lot more personal to just walk away. Yeah, you brought up a good point right there is that we always want like content going into our brains. We always want the next best thing or the next the next post, right? So we're always scrolling through and there's always going to be a post after it. Yeah. It's almost never, even on like TikTok, yeah. when you're scrolling through the for your page, it's never ending. I know. You go forever and ever yeah. and ever, right? And so we always want content going to our brains and when there's silence, people get uncomfortable, I think, because nothing is happening. Yeah. Like there's... You're not getting anything out of it. Gotcha. I mean, I 100% agree with you guys because sometimes, I mean, I think like silence is normal and I mean, people should see it as normal. It's actually good because when we are kind of talking and then the awkward silence comes up, it kind of gives us a chance to regroup, um, think about stuff we have to say, you know. I mean, I think like silence is pretty good in, in whether in a relationship or like friendship, whatever, you know, so... I mean, yeah, but um, one thing I'm curious about is how have you guys been coping during this coronavirus time, spending time with family and stuff like, have you think you've improved your communication with your family and friends or is it just like the same, are you bored or something like that, how has it been? I think definitely um, communication has improved yeah. just because you're not... I mean, obviously, with anyone living at your home when you're supposed to be there, yeah. like, all of your time, then you have to spend time with them. Um, I mean, you can lock yourself in your room for a lot of the time, but eventually you're going to have to go um, eat or get water, do yeah. the things that you need to live, and you might see them along the way. So even if you're avoiding someone, you're going to have to have that face-to-face -face time. Um, and then also, I've found... During this time, I can actually like comfortably put away my phone, put it on do not disturb, mm -hmm. and know that there's nothing super pressing coming up. Like when school is going on in ROTC, yeah. there might be something that needs my response then, and that's like almost to have my phone control me. Gotcha. And at that time, it might be almost necessary because it needs a response. Yeah. Um, but now I know that I don't have anything going on in a few mm. weeks. Yeah. So gotcha. So I can actually put it away and do other stuff without having to, um, and also not having social media. I'm kind of like, no reason to look at my phone um, other than every once in a while to check texts or something. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I agree with Joey. I think, and just like on the social media aspect is, I think that a lot of kids and teenagers in general are bored. Uh -huh. And they keep saying they're bored because we're not getting that content, even though we still have all these apps. like. I think the only app that I think that I constantly get good content from is probably TikTok because people <laughs> make TikToks. Yeah. But on Instagram, it's like you would see somebody's posts because they're doing something, but now nobody's doing anything. Yeah, that's so right. it's like Instagram is boring, right? <laughs> and I'm tired of and Snapchatting my friend's face, so I don't want to Snapchat that anymore, right? Gotcha, yeah. So that's kind of hard. But social media, I think, in this time is also a good thing because it allows you to stay connected. Okay. Um, and technology in general so even having a phone just having text messages now you mm -hmm. have all the time in the world to text your friends gotcha. and catch up with them so I think that's a good thing interesting so last question kind of is have you guys ever been 
in a discussion with someone and you are trying to say a b c d and then the person completed it with a like does it does it make you feel like oh this person is listening to me or like ah this person just kind of blocked my my thought processing do you understand like because when i'm saying something i'm kind of like processing it as i say it but when someone like kind of comes in and then like say something else my mind is kind of confused is that what i wanted to say or not so what do you think about someone trying to like complete your words for you when you are in a discussion with someone i think it's easier to cover that up if you're on the other end if you're uh, not actually paying attention to someone when you're texting yeah because you can always look back um i mean snapchat usually goes away so it's harder on snapchat but if we're just talking about texting you can always look back as far as you want to see what they actually meant um but it is i will say one thing that happened um i was going longboarding with some friends at um the campus near house yeah. And he said, hey, we're going longboarding at 3. And I woke up to that text. So I'm like, okay, I drive 45 minutes there um, to UNM in Albuquerque. And he's, I call them, two of them, and they're both like, well, one of them picks up. And he's like, oh, we're going tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that obviously wouldn't happen if I was in person and we're yeah, talking about it yeah. and they had the conversation like over xbox or whatever yeah. um but he just texted me like at three so i'm like just assume it's today um or that day so that was one way that it kind of got screwed up cost me a few hours gotcha. but i was kind of like thinking about in person like when you are having a real discussion in person with someone and the person on the other end is trying to like complete your words kind of do you understand what I mean? Yeah, I think that's happened a lot in debates. Yeah. Like, either if it's religious or political or spiritual and stuff like that, um, or just anything about a random TV show or something yeah. like that. Like, we want to know, this is what the other person thinks, but we don't want to spend the time to actually listen. Yeah. Um, so I think listening before we, like, think we know what someone says is really important. Gotcha. Um, because, I don't know, especially on, like, issues that are very one-sided or uh-huh. like there's very stark differences between yeah. them we want to think that we know exactly what the other side is saying that all liberals are the same or all conservatives are the same and yeah. they're going to say this and then this and then you're going to go to this argument and i know exactly which reply to that but some people we might come across are mixed or they are one side on this issue and the other side so we don't actually know them until we actually talk to them and have a discussion. Hundred percent. I think that goes back to just not listening and not being engaged in the conversation. And so it's like if I'm having a conversation with Joey and he's gonna say, you know, the sky is blue and I and then I stop him and he say, he says the sky say is up or something like that. It's <laughs> like I didn't listen and I wasn't yeah. like fully engaged in the conversation. So I didn't really, almost I almost didn't care what he was gonna say because yeah. I already had a pre notion of what he was gonna say or what I want him wanted him to say. So, gotcha. Or it could be like um, he like I said something, um, but they kind of want to just like I think well let me start over. So I think in those discussions that are um, could be very stark differences between the two sides. Um, they might just be like have on their checklist to go convert someone and then that's it 
So it's kind of to get it done. Like I want this person to believe exactly what I believe, yeah. and then we're done. Rather than learning from them or actually having a discussion um, or realizing that you might not change their mind. Interesting. So what do you guys think about common grounds <clears throat> in communication? Like when you say something to me, for example, let's say uh, you are like Jay. So when I was in high school, I was in this soccer team and this happened. So I wouldn't let you finish. And I'm like, oh yeah, I was in a soccer team too. So do you think like having common grounds in a discussion is, I mean, let's say that's a bad example. Um, let's say um, you called me, you called me and then you are like, Jay, I just had a bad dream about this and I'm, I'm not feeling fine about it, so... And then, rather than me actually, like, listening to you to understand you and making me feel... Making... Yeah, rather than you listening to me and making me feel good, you're just gonna be like, yeah, I had the same dream last week and so on. So, what do you think about that in communication? I Does think, that, in general, yeah. finding common ground is important. I think that's what makes us... Like, that was what helped us connect... I don't think that you're going to have good conversations or productive conversations if you can't connect with someone on some basis. Yeah. So if we disagree about everything, we have nothing in common, then I almost have no reason to be friends with you. Yeah. And that also goes back to like, in your example, if I was the person who just said, you know, I was on the soccer team tonight or whatever, then that means I'm not really listening to you because I really don't care what you have to say because I want you to know what I have to say Yeah, and so it's important that both parties if you're having a conversation understand that the other person has something valuable to say and that you want to hear it otherwise you're just talking to talk you think you agree with him? yeah gotcha gotcha but then I think having common ground is cool but not kind of advisable in a communication because you want to hear that person when like you want to listen to that person till he's done talking mm-hmm. and then you would want to make him like feel understood don't make him like feel i mean you saying like you had the same dream or you were in the same soccer team doesn't make him feel all right he's gonna feel like he's gonna be like oh he was in the same soccer team I don't feel like he's gonna understand what I'm saying because, for example, if you've ever injured your knee and I've not, when you talk to me, I'm gonna like feel for you actually because I don't know what it feels to injure my knee. So I wouldn't be like, oh, I've done it, like it's not too bad. Does that make sense? Yeah. But then when you are talking to someone that's injured their knee before, he's like, dude like you could do this i remember when i was in high school i injured my knee i operated like i had two weeks surgery and some shit so that wouldn't make the person that actually injured his knee feel good does that make sense Mm, i think if you're the same person then there's less reason to talk and less things to like keep you going because if you're both do all these sports and stuff like that. Yeah. You can't really tell them about it because they know what that sport is like. They yeah. know a lot of the experiences uh-huh. or what the culture is like. But if I um, know that, like, you grew up in Nigeria, I can be like, hey, what was that like? Like, what was the food like? And stuff like that. Yeah. And I have no idea about it. Yeah. So I'm honestly, like, would be interested in learning and could learn from you. Exactly. But since we both play soccer, then we know, like, we might have some common stories about, like, something that happened or 
like we don't have um, as much to learn from it. Yeah. I don't think every conversation you should be like learning something because not everything can be taught and sometimes it's just about like having that common ground and talking about soccer and um, just like spending time together. Yeah. But it's also like if you're talking to a stranger, I think both can be valuable because you have that thing in common. Gotcha. But then also you can learn about something else that you have no idea about. Yeah, I agree. We all have different um, experiences and different. We all live different lives, so that's what that's what makes conversation important. That's what makes conversations good. That's what makes uh, connections between humans good. If we were all the identical people, then we'd all be boring and no one would care. That's true. Okay, I think that's all for today. Um, you guys should stay safe improve your communication skills this time around spend time with family and also don't forget to reach out to your friends because they might need you more than you think you know so yeah i'm I'm trying to keep up with (laughs) no i'm gonna do that part but (laughs) yeah so you guys should stay safe as i said and peace out